Welcome to Gapology Radio with your hosts, Mark Tinas and Brian Brockoff, authors of the leadership development books, Gapology, Imbar, and Speed of Purpose. At Gapology, our purpose is to help leaders achieve their greatest potential. To learn more about our groundbreaking books and training services, visit our website, gapology.org. Hey everybody, welcome to Gapology Radio. Remember that we have training options for most business needs. We have our online video-based learning course on udemy.com. We have our live in-person workshops that we custom tailor to your business needs and timeframes. And we have our one-hour coaching sessions where we lead your team through lively discussions on many business topics, looking at them through the lens of Gapology, Imbar, and Speed of Purpose. For more details on all those options, head on over to our website, gapology.org, for more information. And as for tonight, we're continuing our culture series and discussing ways to create a culture of communication. Communication is one of those fundamental skills winning leaders possess, so it's critical to get really good at it to improve your results and team dynamics. So let's go ahead and get the show rolling with Martinez. Hey, Mark, how are you doing? Good, Brian. How are you? I'm good, um, although I don't know how well I'm going to be able to communicate on our podcast talking about communicating. Because? <laughs> because. So, all right, backstory. So my son, Jesse, my oldest son and his wife are staying with us for a couple months while they, they're moving to Kansas City. And uh, so he is a wonderful cook, uh, especially a grill master. And he made the hottest hot wings tonight. <laughs> I think my Whoa. my face melted off. My lips are gone. Uh, it's going to be a struggle for me tonight. Thanks for the invite, though. I would have enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, they were so good. But yeah, steaming hot. So, but uh, loved them. That's great. Yeah. So tonight we're going to talk about communication. Um, so I thought this was an interesting topic um, when we talk about a culture of communication. So as with all of these topics that we've discussed with culture, it's important to understand what we do as leaders to create these cultures, um, you know, within our organizations. One thing that occurred to me as I was uh, melting my face off tonight is that we need to also consider how our team reacts with these different pieces. So as we're talking about communication um, I just want would like the listeners to consider how you can also get your team to communicate using these tips, um, you know, provide guidance to them on some of these things. So I just wanted to kind of preface it with that. And then uh, we'll kind of touch on it as we go through. No, I like that. And I think if the leader models, you know, effective communication and, um, does it in a way that others learn from it. Mm-hmm. You know, they become the teacher and the culture, you know, starts coming together. So I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. When we talk about creating a teaching organization uh, in Gapology, we talk about that. And and this is really a key element to that. Yeah. So uh, that's great. So, so what kind of uh, tips do you have for us? Well, so what the, the process we're going to share with you uh, tonight came from Gapology, came from our work in Gapology and our uh, extensive observations of top performing teams, interviews with those groups and working with those groups. And we found that Gapology is actually a form of communication, which we didn't know going in. And if you simply follow 
the K-I-N-A, the knowledge, importance, and action, the flow of gapology, you can create very effective communication, which again can be taught and shared uh, shared with teams. So it's it's pretty amazing. So what, what do you think if I if I go down that road, Brian? Yeah, I think that's the perfect flow. Yeah. So let, let me walk you through it. The the amazing thing for use you, those of you that lead teams is that this form of communication, this process, uh, you'll find it fairly easy, but it works for spoken communication. So if you were going to deliver a message to, to your team uh, in person or on video, it works in written communication and it's often lost there. So think about your emails uh, if you were to format them differently, your texts, could they actually create action through communication? And then if you were doing some sort of formal uh, video that would be legacy that many people would view over time, you can actually format your communication in that video in this method. Um, we have found that this works with sales teams, with operators, we shared it with pastors of Christian churches, and it was incredibly effective for them uh, in terms of formatting the communication of their sermon. So it really works for leaders to create action in teams through effective communication. And over time, it creates a culture of communication. I think when you hear it, you're going to find that it's very logical but it's not necessarily how we do it. In fact, I would say 90% of the time, we do not communicate in this manner. And by changing to this format, you actually close gaps in dramatic fashion. Yeah, I think it's incredibly important to consider, first of all, the, the, the message that you're delivering and the vehicle in which you're delivering it or the method in which you're delivering it. Because I think there's there's power to each different method of delivery. So if you're talking about spoken or written or video, I think it's important to to identify what is the most effective method of delivery and then use that as appropriate. Yeah, no, I like that. You know, what's your plan based on what you need to deliver here? In many cases, it's all of those. It's all of those. You may need to do multiple forms of communication in order to deliver the message. You may tell the team about it. You may create a video about it, and you may write about it as well. Uh, so determine right. what uh, what's going to work. But in either case, they all follow the same flow, which we'll share with you now. Yep, sounds good. So, yeah. So the first the first step, if you're looking at it, it's it's really a three step process. The first step is, and let's assume you're a leader talking to a team. In this case, tell them what they need to know. So an example would be we've got a we've got a new process we're going to roll out, a new procedure we're going to roll out. And so you are in this first step walking the team through this new process, giving them the facts, giving them the details about the process. Potentially again if you're in person answering their questions, ensuring that they understand what it is that the new process entails. The key to this communication process is you don't leave this step one until it's complete. So you've told them what, what they need to know. We learned in the habit ladder that most communication, most training ends with communication. 
And so this is that first step that lays the groundwork for everything else. So this one needs to be done well. Yeah. And I I think along with this is really leveraging that habit ladder. So also validating understanding, validating agreement, you know, those pieces of the habit ladder. I think that's important here. Uh, So it's just not a one-way communication that happens at the step. Yeah, no, absolutely the case. And the habit ladder is uh, in Gapology. It's one of the most popular ladders that we use in there, and it's uh, used by leaders to uh, create habit, and it's it's quite effective. So that's where that comes from. So this new process that we're rolling out, the team now knows what it is. They know what's going to change. So you've sort of laid a foundation for the remainder of the communication and the other two steps, and this is a three-step process. So if you're looking at gapology, we have closed the knowledge gap. So we're at K and we've closed K. And you want to make sure that you've done that before you move on because that's significant. And as we've referenced in gapology, knowledge gap is often the biggest gap. So you need to make sure that that knowledge gap is closed. They have the facts. They know the new procedure. or They've got an understanding of it. So the next step is to tell them why it matters. This is big. You may be tying it to your purpose. You may be tying it to a financial impact that this will have, an efficiency impact, whatever the why is, you're now giving them the why. So they know what it is and now they're really getting sold on it. They're, They're buying into it, they're understanding it and their understanding of it is becoming somewhat tied to, even to emotion because they they're they're getting how this makes things better and this one's this one's big you want to take your time with this one but it is absolutely critical and it is critical that it go after the tell them what they need to know so oftentimes leaders get excited about a new process and they tell them the why first. And the challenge with that is they don't have a context for the why. So they don't really connect with the why, Mm -hmm. and then they're not listening to the what, and and it doesn't work. So you tell them what they need to know, and then you tell them why it matters. Yeah. Yeah, so three things uh, that occurred to me there. That last point, um, absolutely, that's where you, as a leader, can really instill fear into your team before you've really even delivered the message about what they need to know. If you start explaining the reasons and all this stuff behind uh, behind the scenes, people get, you know, they, they didn't understand it. So that's where fear gets built up. And then that fear prevents people from really being open and listening to the, the uh, first piece. Um, the other thing there that occurred to me, um, tying again back to the habit ladder, is this is really the agreement step. Of the habit ladder. So the why it matters, that's how you're building agreement. I will say that that culture, you know, we're talking about creating a culture of communication. Culture can get really derailed here. If we're not good at explaining why something matters, especially when we're talking about rolling out a new initiative or something like that, something big, culture can really, really get derailed here. Yeah, great points. The other thing that comes into play here 
if you go out of order is you create a significant daba impact yeah and daba is this denial anger process of change that kicks in to where you've created a denial and anger cycle before they even understand what it is mm-hmm. so you got to be very careful about your order here and daba is explained in detail in gapology as well it's something leaders need to understand when they communicate a process change a procedural change like what we're talking about here because it's human nature and it will happen but by telling them what they need to know now they understand this new process telling them why it matters now they're buying in you're overcoming the daba which has a wall um we'll get into that more separately but it's uh it's a significant obstacle that you can create if you if you don't follow uh, the right process any daba comments yeah no no i i absolutely see that um and that wall that you're talking about so you know denial and then anger and there's kind of a wall there that people get stuck at and that's that where culture gets derailed that's where fear gets really gets built up and trying to get them over that wall to the bargaining stage which is that next stage in daba um that's really the goal is, is then you get people starting to understand that the change is actually happening um you know and and so forth until they get to the agreement stage so so that flow you know it's it's very much like the grief model that you know a lot of people know but this is really specifically targeted to change um and that's why it's critical that we do this in a systematic process for big initiatives big rollouts um but i think also with just general communication so even if it's not a big rollout if it's just general direction that you're giving your team on a weekly basis think about it through these steps the tell them what they need to know and tell them why it matters starting with those two steps will help to clarify and give more impact to your leadership communication absolutely it it literally works for simple communication simple changes you know, rather insignificant things. And it it works for the big stuff. And you you do not want to, uh, through your communication, destroy the culture that we're trying to create here by creating a Daba wall, a denial and anger wall. Yep. So we've told them what they need to know so they understand this new process. We've told them why it matters, uh, you know, how we've tied it to the purpose. We've explain how it impacts results, et cetera. So if we've done this correctly, they are well on their way to being fully, fully bought in. They're over the Daba wall if if one, you know, had had occurred. And the third and final step to this uh, in this three-step process is to tell them what they need to do. So you're looking right at them and saying, okay, here's what you need to do. It's a bit of a request. And it can be formed that way, but it also is very serious and it's very action-oriented. Here's what you need to do. Here's what I need from you. And the leader needs to be very clear. They need to talk about how this is measured so that everyone understands there's measures to, you know, this this new process. You, You then tie it again to their specific role, making their role important. Their role matters. We've got to deliver this. Uh, And again, you can tie it back to purpose. You can tie it back to results. 
you can tie it back to the delivery of this new process. And this, this really brings it home. So what they need to know, why it matters, and what they need to do, they're important. We can't do this without you. That creates a culture of communication, again, that they can learn from and they can begin emulating in their communication as well. Yeah, I think people, they want to know what their part is in in any new initiative specifically, but even within anybody's role, they want to know what their part is. What what part are they playing in it? Laying out what they need to do provides that clarity. Again, it, it minimizes any fear. Um, it uh, solidifies any expectations. And again, tying it back to the habit ladder, I was thinking about this as well. Um, I mean, the habit ladder is laid out just like Gapology. Uh, practice is the next step. This is what they need to do. They need to start doing it. They need to start practicing it, getting better at it and developing a habit. And I think that's where you're going to really solidify that culture of action with your team. Yeah, yeah, it, it brings it home. Yeah, you're, you're right. The habit ladder and these three steps of creating a culture of communication uh, which create a culture of action, you know, very much tied together. And uh, at the end of the day, they create high-performance teams. This is where we discovered these. They were alive and well in high-performance teams. The top 10% of performers were doing this. And that's uh, that's where we first saw it and learned to understand it and uh, spread it and teach it to everyone else. So. That's yeah, a culture of communication. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, and back to what we talked about at the very beginning, you know, consider these tips for yourself as leader, but also consider these tips for how you're going to teach your team how to communicate effectively with you and also amongst each other as well. Because especially if they're emerging leaders or people that are in kind of that transitional state before they're you know, moving into a leadership role, they they need to know this stuff to become effective leaders, become winning leaders, and uh, you know, teach them how how to create this stuff, teach them how to grow, how to support others in it, um, how to recognize and course correct as they're going along. Continue to to do it for yourself, but also to teach others. Well said. Well, this was good, Thank Mark. You, Brian. Yep. I think this is good. I think we can leave it right there. Well, hopefully you recover from the chicken wings. <laughs> yeah. I need to go find some uh, some milk or something to drink here. But uh, <laughs> all right. Well, you have a great week. You too. Tell Jesse, uh, welcome, uh, welcome home. I will. I will. Definitely. Talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. All right, that'll do it from here. For more information on Gapology, Imbar, or Speed of Purpose, head on over to our website, gapology.org. Everyone have a fantastic week. Talk to you soon. This has been a Gapology Institute production. Visit us at gapology.org.